This podcast is rated off the real list. Explicit fucking content. Welcome, Basement Bookerverse, to episode 159, and this is the Go Home Edition for Booker Mania. Booker Mania, the WrestleMania of the Basement Bookers podcast, where Riz is Raw and Jer Smackdown joined forces to put on the show of shows, the free per listen to end all free per listens. My name is Basement Chair, and with me, not really near me, but he's here in spirit, physically, Rich DeRiz. I'm also here physically about five or six feet away. That's right. Six feet away. A whole person. Like, if we laid a person down, not me, we'd I w- be, I'd w- be at his foot, and the head would be... It would be me if, like, I had, if I could reach my arms up. Yeah. Maybe. I might be... That's stupid. good to stretch. It's good to stretch. Stretch. Yeah, feel that. Feel that stretch in there since we're sitting. Stretching is good, especially if you sit a lot like I do. Yeah, the sedentary lifestyle, or whatever the word is. I love sitting. I like it too, but it's death. But anyway, this isn't about health. This is about the world of professional wrestling. And before we get in to Rich's Raw and Jer's SmackDown, respectively. You gotta sit down. You gotta sit down. You gotta set your placemat, and you're gonna eat your vegetables. You got a fork. I got a fork. I got a spoon. I got a knife. I've got a bib because I'm a messy eater. Not really. We do have some sloppy veggies coming up. I'm 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 gonna <laughs> keep myself uh, ready for, for vegetables. I'm going to stop rambling now, and the floor, the audio floor, get your mouths ready for some vegetables, down the hatch, here's Rich DeRiz. And here we go. Now, Basement Jar asked me, speaking of sloppy veggies, Basement Jar asked me to keep it clean. I will state this. First of all, thank you, Garooch, longtime loyal listener, for putting me onto this. I I wasn't aware because I was too busy writing my episode, but apparently... Paige had some photos and videos of hers leaked where she was, it's it's one of those where, you know, you're not wearing any clothes and you might be performing some acts maybe you with other people. You could say she's naked and being dirty. I, I was trying to be, yeah, I was trying to be a little. That's clean. A little classier about it. That's clean. <laughs> We're not getting into specifics. So, so she was naked and there was uh, insertion. Both by uh, another party and by not another party. Um, there, so like I said, photos and videos. I'm not gonna link you or nothing. It's out there. I found it. You can find it. So that's that. I think that's probably the biggest story this week. As it was, it was still breaking as I was uh, home writing my episode of Raw. That story is huge, huge story, huge, huge story. So up until that, the biggest story of the week was uh, the Hardys, this whole Hardy versus Impact slash Anthem drama. So last week, Impact issued a cease and desist letter to the Hardys for using their broken gimmick, claiming rights to the trademark. On Twitter, Ed Nordholm of Anthem gave credit for the gimmick to the Impact writing team and implied that the Broken Universe gimmick will continue on Impact TV without them somehow. He didn't say how, obviously, because that would be spoilers. I don't see how that would happen, who he would get. I don't know. But, That's um, really gross. What's gross? 
that they're doing that to them. Oh yeah, it's fucking disgusting. It's 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 it's, it's being very childish. It's really really bad business. Um, so Rebby Sky, uh, of course, Matt's wife, went on a Twitter tirade. I won't review it, but I respect the hell out of her and Matt now more than ever. Like she called him out. Like it was total. To to use like a wow term, it was total fucking ponage. She destroyed them. She like verbally in 160 characters or less, multiple times over, verbally castrated them completely, and it seems damn well deserved. Well, yeah, it is because they're stupid. They're robbing the fans, and it, it's not going to work. And they're going to see like wrestling fans specifically have they have a way of like detecting like tacky bs mm-hmm. i mean most times and it's just not gonna go over well yeah and it, it's not there's loyalty man i might even get one of their fuck that owl shirts i'm thinking about getting it just to support them not that i mind the owl. i actually like the owl it's a pretty cool design but yeah out of support of the hardies i might get that shirt and that would be like aside from the kevin owens shirt might be like the first wrestling shirt I got in a long time. Can you explain the owl to the non-initiated into your TNA cult? That would be you, in this case. Uh, and other <laughs> listeners who don't watch TNA. Uh, so, uh, the logo for Anthem Sports and Entertainment is an owl. And they sort of incorporated it. Um, they didn't really incorporate it into the TNA logo. But if you look on their uh, their turnbuckles, the top and bottom ones say Impact or Impact Wrestling, and the middle one says Anthem with the owl logo. Why are they using an owl? Is it because it's a natural predator for bats, which has nothing to do with anything? I don't have any idea. Weird. All right. So, Wait a second. Yeah. I thought they were distinguishing themselves from the TNA name. Are they using an owl because owls hoot? And Hooters? Because I'm following the line here. Is this is that breadcrumbs? You know what? Maybe. I <laughs> honestly, I just don't have. It might be nothing. Information. It could be nothing. Yeah. You know, it's it. Maybe it's just the Anthem logo because I never heard of Anthem before. Fucking, they bought Impact slash TNA, whatever you want to call them. That's true. You probably should have done some actual research into that, don't you think? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's true. We don't really need to do that. It's more of a suggestion than anything. Eh. It's like, yeah, it's fucking owl. Yeah. Sure. yeah. I know the uh, the Harris brothers still work there. Probably. Maybe they like owls. Maybe. I don't know. Now, next veggie. If you're wondering where Kane is, were you? No. Uh, he's on SmackDown. Is he? Basement Jarrah Smackdown. Basement Jarrah Smackdown. <laughs> oh, yes, with Triple H. Uh, apparently, he requested time off to run for the Knox County mayor in the 2018 election. And has been running his insurance business, the Jacobs Agency, which apparently covers auto, home, motorcycle, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. What a genius. You read so many books. Yeah. His contract is set to expire sometime next year. No one knows yet if he's going to resign, if he's going to have a send-off, or anything about what's going to happen. Cedric Alexander injured his right knee at some point. I'm guessing in a match. It doesn't actually say. And ProWrestlingSheet.com is reporting that he'll be out three to five months. So no mania for Cedric. Damn. And WWE released Jack Swagger, which he requested, on March 13th. 
which will free him to work as of June 11th. So June 11th, June 12th, look for Swagger to show up somewhere. Listen, listen, Jack, 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 Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger, it's your boy. It's based with Jerry. Listen, listen, I got some advice for you. I want you to take this advice. It's very important advice. All right, first of all, I want you, I want you to get all the best steroids, okay? I want you to get all the human growth hormone that your little hands can carry. I want you to take it all, and I want you to stick it right in your ass, okay? And then I want you to move out of your house, and you're gonna live in the gym. You're gonna live in the gym, and guess what? You're gonna leave your home, your phone at home. You're not gonna take any selfies. You're not gonna post any pictures. You're gonna go dark, disappear off the face of the universe, and never ever show up until you sign with probably TNA or wherever, ROH, New Japan, wherever you sign up with, and you're gonna look like a billion dollars, and you will kick ass, and you will sell merch. I'm telling you, brother, this is what you need to do. And that's my advice. A guy who's never wrestled a day in his life. <clears throat> that's what I do. That's really what I do. What do you think about that? Would you do that? Sounds like good advice to that's me. Good advice, man. I really think it'll be TNA. Go with uh, Zeb Coulter over there. Um, It's Dutch Mantel. I call him Zeb Coulter because Zeb Coulter liked my tweet one time. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, damn it. A long time ago. I'm a sucker for... Whatever I'm acknowledged. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got. And that is all for the veggies. I can't believe it. It's time. It's time. It's already time. Time for the go home. What? No. Show for (sighs) Bookamania. Like, I didn't do my show yet. (laughs) Did I miss something? It's not that go home. Jesus. So are you ready? I've been ready. Are you ready? I, I, hold on. I'm ready now. Let's get raw so of course uh, i'm gonna recap what happened on last week's raw just because it's been a while uh austin aries challenged rusev to a falls count anywhere match for the u.s title but rusev just walked off dismissively authors of pain were revealed as having attacked the ascension before their match uh, before the ascension's match a few weeks ago and did so again last week Asuka demanded a rematch against Bailey for the women's world title and then hit a cheap shot on the champ after she agreed to it. The Revival beat Blake and Murphy off a poorly timed blind tag by Blake and Kevin Owens beat Shinsuke Nakamura for the number one contendership for the global championship. So, the announcers, now that the show has started, begun Pyro's blah blah blah, the announcers mentioned that uh, the GM, me, Rich the Riz, will have a big announcement for Bookamania sometime tonight. They're then surprised when the Tron shows a limo pulling into the arena and Mr. McMahon getting out and looking around disapprovingly. The announcers wonder what he's doing here and if it has anything to do with my announcement or Bookermania in general. Graves thinks it's obvious that his presence has Bookermania implications and tells Byron to shut up. <laughs> yeah, I had to write that in. Our opening match is Nikki Bella versus Bailey, and the announcers mention that if Nikki can beat the champ, that would have to put her in line to get a shot somewhere down the line after Bailey's Bookermania match versus former champ Asuka. Nikki starts off aggressively, likely in frustration at not being in the title picture recently, and this catches Bailey off guard. Nikki has the champ in trouble, but Bailey hugs up in the corner and starts to mount a comeback. You like that? Hugs up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so Bailey hugging up allows her to start mounting a comeback, quickening the pace in the process. Asuka's music hits, distracting Bailey allowing Nikki to regain control, and she's working on the back of Bailey, possibly in preparation for the Rack Attack 2. I won't call it 2.0, fuck that shit. 
So Asuka joins the commentary team, insincerely saying she didn't mean to cause a distraction, saying that she just wanted a closer look at her opponent. Meanwhile, Bailey's down in the ring, and Nikki goes for a splash from the second rope, but Bailey rolls out of the way, and Nikki lands hard. When Nikki gets up, Bailey hits a quick Bailey to Bailey and gets the win. She climbs to the turnbuckle and poses with her title, locking eyes with Asuka, who's giving her a slightly sarcastic standing ovation from the announce table with a big smile on her face. Cuts commercial. And when we come back from commercial, we get a replay of what we missed during the commercial break, which was Asuka attacking Bailey from behind when she passed the announce area. Fortunately, Bailey appeared uninjured and walked to the back under her own power. Next, we have Phillips interviewing Austin Aries. I didn't prepare a uh, fucking... I didn't, pr- I didn't practice my Austin Aries impression. That's all right. I'll, I'll see what I can do here. It's, you know what? Not to interrupt you, it's kind of hard to uh, do an impression of the greatest man that ever lived. I mean, it is. It's kind of a high bar there. Rusev, you've proven yourself to be a coward who can only retain his title by cheating. I don't know if you're aware, but in addition to being the greatest man that ever lived, I'm also the greatest cheater that ever lived. I win my matches now by playing by the rules, but some rivalries need those rules to be thrown out the window, and this is one of those rivalries. So I want a match with Rusev, where I don't need to wait until the ref's back is turned to hit Rusev with his new finisher, the Low Blow, a.k.a. the Lana. I want a match where anything goes, where the ref's only job is to count to three. I want Riz to give me Rusev in a Falls Count Anywhere match for Rusev's United States Championship. And he walks off. Oh. Aries is the face. Yeah! <laughs> Gallows versus Connor is up next, and Carl Anderson and Victor are at ringside. The big guys don't make it look pretty, but before either of them can gain a clear upper hand, the Authors of Pain attack Carl Anderson and Victor on the outside. Anderson and Victor obviously don't work together well, so the Authors of Pain took them out with relative ease, then go for the men in the ring and leave them laying after they're hitting the Super Collider, followed by the last chapter on each of them. Phillips is in my office and asks me about what Aries asked for earlier in the show. A fault... A false count anywhere match for the U.S. title sounds like something I think the fans would want to see, so I'll allow it. Vince then strolls into my office, looking none too happy, and Phillips scurries off. Riz, what have you been doing with my flagship show? Mr. McMahon, it's a pleasure to have you here on Raw. I've been trying to put on some unique quality programming featuring the stars and matches that the people want to see. What have you got planned for Booker Mania? Well, we've got all the titles on the line for starters. Have you got any plans... To outdo SmackDown, Bray is quite the intriguing champion, and the entire book of verse is talking about Kid Kayak and Angelo Dawkins. I do, in fact, have something planned. Well, what is it? I look at the camera suspiciously, grab a leather folder from my desk, and open it so only myself and Mr. McMahon can see it. His eyes bulge just slightly, and his demeanor shifts to merely mild disapproval. I hope for your sake you know what you're doing. And he walks out. Yeah. Up next, JBL has a sit-down interview with Blake and Murphy. JBL explains that I, the Riz, called him in for this interview because I think he's better at it than Phillips or Cole. JBL says, What's going on with you two? There was the Alexa thing, you two weren't tagging together, but Blake, you got Murphy to trust you again, but you don't seem to be on the same page. What makes you think you can get back into the title picture? Blake says, I don't even know what the hell Blake's on. I know one of them's Australian. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. So Blake says, We've been talking about just figuring out how to trust each other again, and with trust, we'll be able to work together again. Murphy says, Trust is huge in any relationship. A marriage, a tag team, whatever it is. Once that's broken, well, you see how it's working for us. 
We're trying, but we have to really mend that trust fully before we can be successful again. JBL says, How do you plan to do that? Blake and Murphy share a look. Blake says, Dr. Shelby's been helping us out with that. JBL says, Dr. Shelby? The guy that put Daniel Bryan and came together to form the single most dysfunctional tag team ever on this planet? Murphy says, Dysfunctional yet successful. Dr. Shelby's taken that experience and started hosting tag team therapy sessions. JBL says, So you're in couples therapy, like marriage counseling. Blake says, It's not marriage counseling, it's partners counseling. He thinks he can make us, uh, make us a successful tag team again. Okay, so you're in partners counseling. What's he got you doing? Trust falls, opening up about your feelings. Murphy says, Mock it if you want, but it'll make us a, a successful tag team again. A success, successful partnership again. I'll try anything. His eyes lock with Blake's, and they nod at each other. JBL seemingly can't believe what he's gotten himself into and walks off. I had that in mind for a couple of weeks, and it's, yeah. Look, man, friendship is magic, bro. I, I need a JBL for that. You you got it. You got him, all right. <laughs> you sure got him. I come out to talk to the crowd about Raw's contribution to Booker Mania. Next week, we will have the biggest night of the year, Booker Mania. We already know that Samoa Joe will defend his global championship versus Kevin Owens. Rusev will defend the U.S. title versus Austin Aries. Bailey defends her Women's World Championship versus Asuka. And after the events of earlier, the club will defend their tag titles in a triple threat match versus the Ascension and the Authors of Pain. Also, since Bookermania is viewed as both the end and the beginning of our year, I'm looking to the future and have set up what I like to call a Raw Rumble. All the male superstars not currently scheduled for a match at Bookermania will be in a battle royal with the winner being named number one contender for whatever championship they want, except the women's title, obviously. Additionally, as you know, Raw and SmackDown superstars traditionally have no contact with each other, but with Bookermania coming up, Basement Jerry and I thought we'd do something special. I issued a challenge to Basement Jerry and he's agreed. I'm sending someone to SmackDown this week, but he doesn't know who it'll be. That person will face someone from the SmackDown roster to be determined by Jer at Bookermania next week with the winning GM having bragging rights over the other GM. Anything else I had to say is cut off by Samoa Joe's music, but before he can get to the ring, Kevin Owens attacks him from behind with a chair, his favorite weapon lately, and is targeting the leg of Joe. He traps the leg inside the chair and is really wrenching on it when official, with officials trying to pry him off as we go off the air. You made, you made events in Jeopardy. I was holding the button, so it, it doesn't got through. I know. My main event is in Jeopardy. So, just for our listeners, not I mean, this isn't the show, but if you want a rundown of Raw's card, so that's going to be the Raw Rumble. All the Pain versus the Ascension versus Gallows and Anderson for the tag titles, triple threat match. Bailey versus Asuka for the women's world title. Rusev versus Aries, false count anywhere. Uh, the Raw versus SmackDown match. And Kevin Owens versus Samoa Joe for the global championship. If if there, if if there is if there is a match, yeah. If uh, if Joe's leg can hold up, do all your matches have a stipulation? No, the women's did, but I took it off. Okay, so all the other ones do, right? I was just observing. Oh no, your your global championship is not. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, unless one's added later on. No, you'll see why I asked or not when when we go to SmackDown. Okay. 
And also, like, I kind of forgot, but like, there, the the only involvement that Basement Jar has is reading SmackDown. Like, I'm not a character on the show. Some, well, that that's fine. I but never don't said, worry. I never said you're a character on the show, but you could still be a GM. Not yeah, be on the show. that's true. All right, I, mean, I, gotta, gotta, I didn't want that in. Someone's gotta control the ship. Don't worry, dude. it's okay. It's gonna be all right. I, I I mentioned you as like a like a backstage. Yeah, I, just it's uh just in case anybody's like confused that's listening, you know. Yeah. All right, cool. I liked it, but as so Blake and Murphy, they're just they're not gonna be involved in the uh, Booker Mania. Well, they they're not scheduled for a separate match, but they might be in the. They'll probably be in the uh, Raw Rumble. Oh, why do why do I have a feeling that one of them might betray the other? Because only one, only one, can win. But what if what if what if both men win? What if if they both win? Is, is it possible? What if they're the last two? Could they get like a tag team title? I don't know. Maybe. That's just me. I'm booking. I'm basement booking. Basement booking. <laughs> and shit. Without further ado. Uh, adieu. That's French for delay, I guess. Uh, this is Jer Smackdown, episode two, season trois, which is French for two. I learned that from Chris Jericho. Uh, okay. So I'm going to recap you guys in case you forgot just what the hell happened last week. Uh, not last week, but the last episode. So the Miz defeated Finn Balor with the stipulation that if Finn Balor lost, that the Miz, that Finn Balor would never get a rematch and vice versa. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Cesaro and Baron Corbin said that he was there to win championships. Liv Morgan defeated Alexa Bliss. She cheated. She, she pulled the tights. So we don't know what side of the law she's on. And, uh, her and Paige got into a fight. Uh, this is obviously pre-leak. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Ambrose was buried in the Nevada desert alive by Randy Orton. That the Vaude villains defeated Enzo and Cass, and Luke Harper was assaulted by a masked assailant. So, let's, uh, let's join the broadcast. Uh, segment one. I'm not even gonna say segment one because we know. So we start the show with Vince McMahon. He's already in the ring and he's got a microphone in his hand. He's got, He's got something to say, and there's no chance in hell you want to miss this one. Uh, Rich did a really good Vince McMahon, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to follow that up. So, welcome to Tuesday Night Smackdown. We have a big show for you tonight, so I'm going to get straight to the point. Many have been asking me about my presence here on Smackdown, and quite frankly, it's to make sure it doesn't become the non-entity it once was. I've been watching closely. And have decided it's time that I left it in capable hands. Triple H's music hits. Behold the king. The king of kings. On your knees, dog. I'm not doing the whole thing. I don't know it. It's bow down to the king, etc., etc. And something about the king taking heads and sending them to hell. Anyway, uh, he heads to ringside with a smile on his face accompanied by Cain, his loyal friend. Vince appears to be happy to see his son-in-law and welcomes him into the ring. Nice of you to join me, Hunter. I was just about to join you. I, I, I was just about to ask you to join me here. 
There is something you need to hear, and I'd like it to be in this very ring. I'm ready, Vince. Ready to take SmackDown to the next level. Ever since I got into this business, it's been my life. My religion. And I will do everything in my power to make it strong. Now, just a minute there, Hunter. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Now, I wanted you here for a different reason. And that is simply to tell you, you're fired. (gasps) What the hell is this? I've done everything you've asked. I've sacrificed everything. I'm family. Triple H is livid. Kane stands between Triple H and Vince, trying to prevent Triple H from doing something he will regret. You're absolutely right, Hunter, which is why you are fired from the operations aspect of the business. You will now be a full-time ring in-ring performer. I feel you've forgotten your roots. You forgot what it is to be the game. You've forgotten just who the hell you are. You you want me to show you just who the hell I am? I'll show you. Triple H shoves Kane to go for Vince. But Kane stands tall trying to talk Triple H down when Roman Reigns music hits and is accompanied by Kid Kayak and Angelo Dawkins. Roman Reigns gets right in Triple H's face. Kane faces off with Kid Kayak. Only Kid Kayak has his hands in a timeout motion. Vince is calm, cool, and collected. He's been here before. This is business as usual as far as he's concerned. Um, Mr. Dawkins, welcome. Just the man I wanted to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the man I have chosen to take SmackDown into the future is a man of many talents. Congratulations. Vince shakes Dawkins' heads and leaves the ring, but not before handing Dawkins the microphone. Mr. McMahon, thank you so much for this opportunity. First thing I want to do is address the elephants in the room, and that is the issue between the four of you. What better way than a tag team match at the show of shows? Bookamania! What tag team? Who am I? Teddy Long? No disrespect. How about we make this a tornado tag team match? That's all four, both teams in the match at the same time. Roman Reigns and Kid Kayak seem to like the idea. Triple H regains his composure. A tornado tag? Really? I am the game. This is Kane. A valid point. Seeing as the two of you might have some tricks up your sleeve. Alright, how about a tornado hell in a cell match? Roman Reigns and Kid Kayak attack Kane and Triple H while their backs are turned and toss them out of the ring before Triple H and Kane can get inside. They're interrupted because security's on the way down. Look guys, I don't want anyone thinking I'm playing favorites here so with that in mind Kane, Triple H you guys are getting the night off security please escort these gentlemen to their vehicles and make sure that they exit the building Triple H and Kane are escorted from the building strangely they don't put up a fight and leave without incident gentlemen now that I know we are I know we're cool but I think we're going to have to do some team exercises so tonight, you two will be taking on the VOD villains in tag team competition. That match is next. You guys got this, right? 
just kick kayak. Dawkins, you know we got this. I don't know about you, Roman, but kicking ass, well, that makes me super hungry. Better have some of that tasty White Castle ready, eh, Doc? And Triple H, Kane, you two jabrones are gonna be in for a world of hurt. Because at Booker Mania, brothers, you are in for the fight of your life. You're gonna be trapped in a cell, and you're gonna get hit by a tornado. A tornado of fists, kicks, spears, flips, knees, elbow drops, kicks in the dicks. Dick kicks. Yeah, I, 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 I think they, I think they got it. Roman nods in agreement. He's in punch mode. You know it, kid. Dawkins leaves the ring. That was Dawkins that says that. Roman Reigns does not speak. So, for segment two, we have Kid Kayak and Roman Reigns versus the Vaude Villains. And Kid Kayak and Roman Reigns win when Roman hits the Superman punch on Simon Gotch and Kid Kayak hits the paddle kick on Aiden English for the cover. Segment three, we're going to have, I keep saying segment because I'm reading straight off my fucking notes. Sorry, guys. It's okay. Uh, Charlotte versus Naomi. And Charlotte wins only to be attacked by Liv Morgan until Paige joins the fight, followed by Nia Jax, who just annihilates everyone. And Angelo Dawkins appears on the newly approved Dockatron 9000. Wow. Ladies, you sure do know how to make chaos, which is just what we need. I mean, we do have a women's championship and no women's title match at Booker Mania. What? For SmackDown. Becky Lynch is a fighting champion. And so the two of us agreed at Booker Mania, it will be Charlotte versus Liv Morgan versus Paige versus Nia Jax versus Naomi versus Becky Lynch in an elimination championship match. The crowd goes bananas for no reason next we have a match between John Cena and Chris Jericho Chris Jericho's out first he's in the ring and he's telling everybody that if they miss out on Booker Mania that each and every one of them is going to make the list if they don't watch it John Cena's music hits he says Time to go to work because he does that thing with the camera. Before he starts his run to the ring, the lights go out. The lights come back up and Cena doesn't see that behind him stands the demonic side of Finn Balor. Before he could turn around, Balor attacks him from behind, knocking Cena off the ramp. Cena falls through a table with monitors and stuff on it. Finn Balor looks down from the stage at Cena and looks up at the Booker Mania sign and points at it. So it's official. It's going to be Finn Balor versus John Cena at Booker Mania, brothers. Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family are on the Tron. Now, last week on SmackDown, they said that they were going to change the world. They were going to do something that's never been done before. Uh, my family and I have returned from our pilgrimage. Sister Abigail has blessed us. With her dark gift. And we are. Unstoppable. I said we would make history. And we will. At Booker Mania. Not only. Will I defend my world championship. It will be an open challenge. To anyone. On the Smackdown roster. 
Rowan and I, this is Braun Strowman. I don't know how to do a good Braun Strowman. Rowan and I will also defend our championships against any tag team who wants it at Booker Mania. And it will be no holds barred. Run. We go to Angelo Dawkins' brand new office. He's on the phone. Well, if it's a fight your guy wants, it's a fight your guy's going to get. So tonight is going to be a SmackDown Battle Royal. The winner will face your man at Bookamania. What was that all about? It's Kid Kayak. That was the GM of Raw. We've been challenged by one of his guys. I'll fight him. You know you have a tornado tag team match, right? In a cell? Well, yeah, but wouldn't it be cool if I did both? I mean, look at my partner. It's Roman freaking Reigns. Punch first. Talk rarely. I get that, but as your spiritual advisor slash attorney slash friend slash general manager slash guy that runs SmackDown slash yoga instructor slash dog yoga instructor, I'm thinking maybe you just focus on the one match besides. You're flying out to a kayak thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is making me hungry. I'll leave you to all the things. Kid Kayak exits super hungry. Segment seven. Battle Royal to face off against the Raw guy. Dolph Ziggler, Elias Sampson. These are the participants, obviously. Andrade Cien Almas, The Miz, Sheamus, Mark Henry, Big Show, Luke Harper, Sami Zayn, No Way Jose, Ty Dillinger, Tyson Kidd, Cesaro, Baron Corbin, and Neville. They're all in it. I won't bore you with the details, but The Miz wins with assist from Sheamus and Mark Henry who eliminate themselves after. That's the end of that match there. All right. So as The Miz is celebrating the right to represent the blue brand, the lights go out. A nervous energy befalls the entire crowd. The arena fills with smoke and purple light. And we hear the all-familiar druids. The announcers are in complete disbelief. Can it be? Is it? We haven't seen him since. It's the Undertaker! He makes his way to the center of the stage, stares right at Miz, and points towards the Book of Mania sign right behind Miz. This is a very, very dangerous match. I think the Miz might be over his head here, guys. The, the announcers say, so, so, without warning, uh, the Miz waves his hands around, and Sheamus and Mark Henry, they attack the Undertaker. And, and the refs come, and they're separating them, and, and the Undertaker, he's fine. He does that thing he does. He sits up, and he just disappears because the lights went out. Incredible. Incredible. So we had to go to a commercial to calm everybody down. Everybody be cool. Yeah, seriously. All right, so I'm going to improv here a little bit. I got to add something here. So Angelo Dawkins reappears on the uh, Dockatron 9000, the new monitor. And he says, well, Miz, I hope that you know that your boys are banned from ringside and if i see if i even smell them you're all fired this is smackdown we play things fair ish 
sort of, sometimes, but not really. So now we got Randy Orton. He's here. He shows up. He's in the ring. And he's sitting in a chair with a spotlight on him. Because that's, that's a cool effect. Last week, I buried Dean Ambrose alive. He hasn't been seen or heard from since. So I've been denied a match at Booker Mania due to my actions. And you know what? What I did to Ambrose, it was inhuman. It was evil. No human should ever have to go through that. And I'd do it again. I'd do it again a million times. And maybe next time, I won't leave him a straw to breathe out of. Imagine being buried in the ground, nothing but darkness, with only a straw sticking out of the ground for your breath to go through. I felt that weird. It was tempting to just kick it off. Next time I see you, Ambrose, I'm going to end your career. Suddenly, Orton is blinded by a really bright light, the spotlight in his eyes. It's Dean Ambrose! With some kind of high-powered flashlight. He hits Orton with the dirty deeds. Good news, Randall. You have a match at Booker Mania. And it's you and me. We are going to settle this. Once and for all. No DQ. No count out. False count anywhere. Angelo Dawkins reappears once more on the Duckatron 9000. Look, guys. I think it's obvious that the two of you have an issue. And there's only one way to settle this. And it will be in a wrestling match. You mean like two out of three falls? No, like like one fall, like a regular match? You guys had like, you had a match like that the last time. You know, with the shovel. So it's just going to be, may the best man win, you know. If you guys decide to go off book, then I've got no choice to send you asses packing. To sweeten the pot. Whoever wins, well... They get a title match at the time of their choosing. Not at Booker Mania, of course. It could be SmackDown or a SmackDown exclusive free per listen. I'd choose carefully because it's a one and done, baby. And that's the end of episode two, season two of Just SmackDown. And I'm going to recap the matches that we have in store for you. We have the, the Women's Championship match. The SmackDown Women's Championship match. We have Bray Wyatt defending his title against anyone on the SmackDown roster. We have the tag team champions defending their titles against anyone's, any tag team on the SmackDown roster. Any two people on the SmackDown roster. We have Randy Orton, Dean Ambrose, regular match. And we got John Cena versus Finn Balor. And of course, let's not forget, let's not forget that you're going to have a Tornado Tag Team Hell in a Cell match. And of course, the battle for brand supremacy, but not really because we do things evenly. The <laughs> Undertaker versus The Miz at Booker Mania. You don't want to miss it. It's the free prolicid to end all free prolicids brought to you by Rich There Is and Basement Jam, brother. Very good episode, but just to nitpick slightly. You always do. I, do. I don't mind. That's okay. Uh your uh your tag champs challenged any tag team. Any tag team on the SmackDown no, roster. No, they didn't say that. Bray said that 
for his open challenge. Okay, well, guess what? You don't get to challenge for my tag team titles. <laughs> okay, wasn't planning let's, on it. Let's not do that. I thought about it for a minute. I was like, uh, huh. Hmm. No, nah, I don't want to do that. That I complicates things. haven't done anything things. with the Revival yet. That complicates things. It does. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm working with. It was tough to write because I'm like, what? Like, I wrote myself into a corner because I had, I didn't, I forgot that Booker Mania was coming up. And there was mm. no build up on my last, on the first episode of season two of Jer Smackdown. Mm-hmm. So I had my guys like, you know, just do their regular stuff. And I don't even remember how Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family were going to change the world. So I had to make that shit up, which I think at like the the top show to defend against anybody is pretty fucking groundbreaking. I don't recall that ever happening on like anything. Yeah, I don't know of any open challenges at WrestleMania. I almost Especially said Booker Mania for the championships. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, yeah, I I do notice that trying to transition from Angelo Dawkins to Bray Wyatt was quite difficult, but. Yeah, it's it's difficult to do different pitches and cadences and things like that. Yeah, I had to do an impression of myself. So, <laughs> yeah, especially when it's you're the one reading. Yeah, I was like, wait, uh, oh, 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 I I'm saying that as me. Oh, yeah, it's different. It's difficult. Like and like, kid kayaks hard because it's like I don't know. He's not me, but he's not the dude. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. So so I figured uh, your uh, battle royal winner would be either Miz or Kid Kayak. I like how I hit the nail on the head with Undertaker. 100%. Yeah. You did. So that's a good call on your part. I, I find it ironic considering the Undertaker said, I'll smack down my whole on TV. Yeah, well, well yeah. I know. I, my Undertaker is also, but I, I, I drafted him, so. I know, I'm just saying, like, but. It's just like on, it's just like it's on It's the thing TV. that you complained about. Yeah, oh, whatever. Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm not, no, I'm just saying <laughs> that it's weird because of the way they, they portray it. Not you. Oh, them. They, oh, you mean the fact that they don't mention it? Yeah, it's like, this is, this is stricken from the record. The, the, those yeah. idiots, they don't know what the fuck. We're the, we're the guys. We, 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 we run shit. I wonder if their creative thinks that our TVs have that fucking men in black mind eraser thing built into them. I, uh, like we could just forget shit that happened. My TV does not, and your TV doesn't even do HD, so I think you're good. You are correct, sir. Yeah. Yours is vintage. <laughs> it is. Yours is vintage, like Southpaw Wrestling, Pro Wrestling. League. That was... That was really good. Good! We should. I'm going to share that on the Basement Booker's YouTube page. If you guys didn't see it, oh my god, it's so funny. It's so funny. Like especially if you've seen any of the old wrestling, like AWA or uh, the the old uh, what was it before uh, uh, Crockett Jim Crockett Promotions. Like if you've seen some of the older regional stuff, it is so damn spot on. Yeah, and it's, fucking hysterical overall. It, it's great, man. I love those promos, brother. It's kind of how I run my shit over here, a little bit. That like Jared Smackdown is intentionally wacky, so. It works. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's got to be, I think it has to be a part of you if you're going to make something. Because otherwise, you're just doing what they're doing. You know, I'm I'm wondering something. Yeah. Like, for really reals, where is Angela Dawkins? 
Oh yeah, the NXT guy. Oh, he's <laughs> on my, my my show. No, but no. Where is the NXT guy? Yeah, he quit their show, right? Did he? And he told me oh. that I could write him. No, he didn't. We should, I can't we, say that. We should get him on the show. <laughs> Do you imagine? Yeah, you know what? Maybe because I don't know if we can because they're stealing my ideas. You know, I just want to say, in case you guys don't remember, Bray Wyatt was champion on my show before they put the belt on him. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying, okay? And Randy Orton was doing crazy shit on my show before he set Bray Wyatt's house on fire. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that was some of AJ Styles' best shit. When he said that Randy Orton should be in jail mm-hmm. for setting that fire, but he's got a championship match at WrestleMania. That's yeah. great. Man, right now, AJ is at the top of his game, Um, as is uh Miz, 100%. Who has AJ Styles? Or did we do this? I have AJ. How are you not using AJ Styles? He's the greatest in-ring performer wrestling right now. He is. I, I didn't. I couldn't fucking find anything for him. Oh my god! I know. Did I you just say what I just think you said? Yeah. You just said the creative lied, <laughs> and you used it with AJ Styles. Quote: We've got nothing for you right now. Right now. <laughs> maybe after Bookamania. Ma- maybe after Bookamania. Who knows? Who knows? And you know what happens at what's after Bookamania? What's after Bookamania? WrestleMania. That's right. I'm pretty excited. Everybody should be. Well, no, I'm really not that excited about WrestleMania this year. Um, Are you? Be honest. Who's Taker fighting? Is Taker fighting? He's fighting Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. Remember, oh. you don't like that? Yeah. <laughs> you must have blocked it out with I, alcohol. I did, and fucking hating it. Uh, Oldberg and Brock. All right, so they're talking about... The rumors are saying... That Brock obviously is going to win the championship from Oldberg. The, this is the universal allegedly, yeah. Because Goldberg could sign an extension if he wants, right? Now they're also saying that the main event next year's right WrestleMania is going to have Roman winning the universal championship from Brock. Roman push, take two. Yeah. Now, is, okay, so there are two options here. Brock is going to win. Okay, so I guess there are three options, since you mentioned that Goldberg could could renew. Option A, Brock doesn't win it at Mania, but picks it up later on at some point from Oldberg. Okay. And then defends against Roman next year. Option two, Brock wins it at Mania. And what? He, he's going to hold it for a year? Well, he's been wrestling at like... He has not been. The house shows and... Yeah, he, he's increased his schedule. And he doesn't have UFC anymore. Right. He, so he has increased his schedule. I, I, don't, I don't think I care. True that. Brock doesn't need a championship. Of course, it could be argued Brock is such a force in the business that, you know, if if we were to think of it realistically, Brock could win whatever freaking title he wants. They're just trying to get Roman over, and they feel that Brock's the guy to do it with. 
I think. I, like, I could see how they would think that. And to be honest, Roman won me over with his work in the ring against Brock when, when Seth cashed in. Roman was winning me over, and it, it you know, then they, yeah. they completely put Seth over, and that was fantastic. Seth is great. And then Roman just lost his personality. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's tough to... Because we have this conversation, like, all the time. We can't help him. <laughs> I, I believe you. You know? I don't remember, but yeah. That's uh, all right. No, we <laughs> always talk about Roman-ness, and he's got to do this, and... Fucking yeah, the rumor rumors say that Vince wants to make Roman the new Cena and wants to like completely replace Cena with Roman. See, that's where I think the way information is like hurts the business mm-hmm. because all the smarts get it and they don't want they they you know how like you're trying to drive they they're trying to block traffic mm-hmm. they're protesting. Yeah, and it's for no reason for to say, "Oh, we're in charge. We want our our guy, who whoever, who who's their guy? Like, who do they want to be champion? Kevin Owens? He was champion. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not gonna. He can't be the face of the company. Sorry, sorry, guys. Oldberg can't be the face of the company. No, he can't. He can't. You got to get Roman. A, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I said it. I said I'm not doing it. But I'm not doing it. Haters. I th- I've said it a million times. I'm going to say it again. In order for Roman to be accepted by the fans that currently don't, he needs a good heel run for a year or more. And when I say good heel run, it has to be a good heel run. Where he gets pushed, where he's like unstoppable, and he's just a dick. I think if this is going to be Undertaker's last WrestleMania, that they should let Roman go over. So it could be only two guys that ever beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. It's Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And you could use that in the story. Yes. I, I just think that that will not help endear him in the eyes of the Smarks. Well, the Smarks are upset that Brock even beat Taker. Yeah, well, the Smarks could pucker up. And kiss my ass. But Maybe not Vince's. really. Like yeah. the metaphorical. Maybe like, Vince's. Huh? Maybe Vince's. Yeah. You, 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 whatever. You, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I'm Things and words. Things and words. I was just thinking about uh, Booker Mania Brothers. I'm just excited. I'm as excited as all of you better be. This is going to be fun. Yeah. I'm going to start writing it like. Next Thursday. <laughs> Last minute, as usual. I'm, I'm going to try to start this weekend. That's a good move, since you don't have to edit this weekend. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you all for listening. I hope you thank enjoyed. You. Thank you so much. Give us your feedback on Twitter, at Basement Bookers. If you want to talk to Jer on the Twitter, it's at Basement Jer. I'm super approachable. I left that pause in there to make it sound weird. <laughs> Thank you. You can leave that in too. I'm definitely going to leave that in. Uh, if you want to talk to me on the Twitter, I am at RichTheRiz. I'm approachable. On Twitter, not in person. Uh, definitely not. Unless definitely not. Yeah, here, yeah. but Yeah. Mm. Uh, 
maybe. Well, it depends. Depends on when they catch you. Yeah, you know what? Engage me. Ask me to play pool, and I'll open up. All right, great. Oh, uh, so that's that. We also got a Facebook at Basement Bookers. Actually, it's not really at. Just put in Basement Bookers, and we'll come yeah, up. Yeah, it's easy, guys. Uh, Basement Jair has a YouTube. It's Basement Jair's Basement. Oh, yeah. Holla, holla if you like Hearthstone. He plays Hearthstone, and it's his his show for that. It's on, it's on that channel, but his show for that is called Getting Hearthstoned. Woo! Which is really cool. Woo! Uh... Ever winter? What is that game called? Oh, uh, I'm Undertale. Undertale. I also play Undertale on there. It's not the best game, but I'm getting there. I've only seen the one video. I commented on it last week. I will not insult the game again. I'll make it better. It again, it's not your fault. It's just, it's just the game looks. Yeah. I, on enough. the next video, I have a few things I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention. Okay. Like I have, uh, yeah. I, I, I just hope it's more fun to play. Than it seems. Well, my last video I kind of failed, so that's okay. The, the The videos are good though. Thank you. Uh, what else we got? Uh, oh yeah, Basinger also goes on some rants every now and then. Oh, some I do. Morning musings, mm-hmm. which, which, which are which are good and funny. Sometimes you got a creepy mannequin behind you. It's cool. Get that fucking mannequin, bro. Uh, ooh. So Stitcher, like and subscribe, and iTunes. Also, like, subscribe, share, uh, stuff, RSS feed, I don't know, things and words. Um, By the way, happy belated Stone Cold Steve Austin Day 316 this past Thursday. What? What? Today is St. Patrick's Day, but you're not going to hear this until after, I'm certain. So, happy belated St. Patty's Day. Hope you survived. Top of the morning to you. Um, Get yourself some uh, corned beef and cabbage and... I believe Basement Chair has a message. The batch of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. And do what the man says if he's there. Follow the booker!